Really? You eat Lunchable still? What do you mean I eat? What do you mean I eat Lunchable still? Well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I did you did eaten... you used to eat? <laughs> well, no, I haven't oh, no. eaten a Lunchable since like I was probably like I don't know, seven years old. I I'm gonna be honest. I think I was probably the most like lunatic child. I never liked Lunchables. I've never liked them in my life. I don't think that not liking Lunchables makes you a lunatic, right? We should probably unpeel that first. I think that I mean, just makes you... Were you a picky eater when you were a kid? Oh, dude, it's not even when I was a kid. I'm still a picky eater. I'm so really? bad. Yeah, it's, that it's mean, kind though? of ridiculous. Like, do you mean like La eat in, the, in the way that Larry David is a picky eater, where he only will eat like certain types of cashews and like different types of lean meats? Or not. are you like, just like, nah? That's fucking ridiculous. Okay, I just, I, I don't eat seafood. Like, I'm not a fan of seafood. I don't like, like, onions and peppers and tomatoes. But other than that, mm -hmm. I'm a pretty, like, amenable person. I mean, there are some things that I find disgusting. But other than that, well, actually, there's also this weird quirk I have, I guess, that some people tell me is weird, but I think it's completely normal. Where okay. if I'm eating, and let's say it's, like, a piece of chicken... And you know how chicken feels in your mouth? It's like, it's it's not really tough. It kind of like tears apart appropriately. You're like, okay, this yeah, is normal. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you, like your tooth just happens to hit a spot that's like much tougher. It's like a hard spot. Okay. Have you, that, does that happen to you? Like if it's like, uh, like if like a food is cold, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's like a chicken strip, for instance. Like you're just like eating it and then it's like, there's a... There's a oh, spot I mean, you're describing like something that's super unpleasant, yeah. Either well, way. Well, yeah, it's just, it's much denser than yes. the rest of the chicken. And then you, like, your tooth hits it. Here's what I'll do. Most people would just be like, ew. They'll just, like, take that part out of their mouth and put it down. Uh -huh. I will literally just spit out my entire mouthful and be done. I won't eat anymore. <laughs> it disgusts me. That really? Way. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I, I don't deal with it. Like, hard spots gross not, me out. You'll just not eat for the whole night because of that. Well, mostly just that meal. Or, like, or I just... See, what I've... I've kind of decided to start powering through because it just got ridiculous. Where, like, I will just switch to a different chicken strip. Like, if I have multiple chicken strips, yeah. I'll stop eating the one and start eating the other. But if I hit another hard spot, it almost makes yeah. me lose my appetite. Yeah, I I want to touch on that. Let me let me go ahead and get this out of the way first. My name is Elder Basic. Uh, I'm joined by Von Hyde. Uh, welcome to the most video gamiest nostalgias corner of this side of the video game internet. Okay, so you're a super picky eater, which is oh, yeah. which is interesting. Um, how do you feel about food like food video games, like food video cooking games? mama? Yeah, cooking mama. Um, like overcooked. overcooked. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think what are the are those the only two? I just figure there would be more in the indie I mean, space. There's that sure. there's that one Lilo and Stitch browser game where you have to stack a sandwich. That's that's also a. Uh, the, I just want to congratulate you because game. you're talking about a thing that no one else on planet Earth right now is also talking about. I mean, I, I, I there have to be some <laughs> other people out there like this. I gotta look this shit up because this is a great game. Yeah. I can't. Let me look. Lilo yeah, and Stitch sandwich stacker game. I'm gonna look this shit up. While he does that, I'm gonna introduce. Good. I'm gonna introduce the show today. We're talking about uh, video content creation and streaming. Uh, we're gonna just kind of do a little bit of a workshop talk about Vaughn's ascent 
into uh, creating videos on not only on YouTube, but also um, his introduction to streaming. He's been streaming um, games like Unto the End and Dark Souls 2. And I want to kind of pick his brain about that uh, because I used to stream. I used to make YouTube videos. Um, and my wife is an influencer relations manager, so she deals with streamers all the time. And I just feel like uh, it'd be a great conversation to have. I'm a little tired. Um, I worked since like 7 a.m. <laughs> That's not true. 9 a.m. this morning. So if I feel low energy on the recording, I'm super sorry. As soon as this recording ends, I'm going to get in my boxers and play Death Stranding. But that's okay. That's okay. Dude, you can you Seven. can just go undies. Well, I mean, first, before we unpack that shit, uh, it's called Lilo and Stitch 625 Sandwich Stacker. Easily <laughs> best browser game ever made other than Neopets. It's fucking no. great. Like, it's really? So you good. like Neopets, the browser game? I used to love Neopets. Oh, I fucking dude. adored Neopets. They were so dope. But then when you really think about it, you're like, I mean, to be fair, it's kind of fucking stupid. Like, it's, it doesn't make it's any sense. It's Pokemon Light, but also Barbara really loves Neopets, the browser game specifically. Because it's great. That was like her dude, introduction. Was, yeah. It was so awesome because you chose a Neopet and then you could like you could do so many different things with them. You could like play different mini games to earn coins to then like buy pieces or buy them pets and stuff like oh, it was so cool, dude. It was so sweet. And yeah. then they made like a Neopets game on the PlayStation 2. It was just way different. It was basically like there are characters that exist within the world of Neopets. And it was an action adventure game where you played as one of them. And you're like a night squire. It was very weird. Is but I've actually would it would you feel weird if I told you I never actually uh, watched Lilo and Stitch all the way. And uh, very similarly to how I've also never seen uh, Finding Nemo. I mean, you. I feel like you're not missing out on much with the Finding Nemo yeah. thing, but Lilo and Stitch, bro, you haven't watched Lilo and Stitch all the way through? No, Dude. but I watched Moana, and that's very similar. There should be a Moana video game, by the way. I, I, that's I'm sad very in, but... similar? In what world is Moana no, said... similar to Lilo and Stitch other than they live on They're both Hawaiian-based. That doesn't mean they're similar. It doesn't mean you're... They're absolutely thematically similar. Yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Hunchback of Notre Dame and uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs are inherently very similar because they take place in a similarly aesthetic period, I would say. What? What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You don't agree with that. That's fine. That's fair. Okay. It's like saying Hades and Transistor are similar because... They're made by the same company. They look similar. One's in hell and one's in like a synthwave city. They're still similar. Am I making sense here? Am I? With that definition of similar, you could say everything is similar. Like a potato and a rock are similar because they're both ovals. Like sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I, 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 I may be bested here, but I'm also <laughs> operating on maybe like 70%. Um, I get it. It's cool. I'm glad you found your browser game. I'm curious though, why is it 6:35? Why is oh, that six, like in the is um, that like a thing in the movie or? Yeah. So time? so Lilo and Stitch. Stitch is 626. He's the 626th uh, experiment that was done by ah. this evil scientist. 625 is the one directly before him. It's like a totally different creature. It's like yeah. Uh, they they eventually did like a bunch of spinoffs of Lilo and Stitch one specifically that takes place where like Lilo and Stitch are 
going throughout uh not necessarily the world it's mostly just like the the islands but they're going throughout and trying to find all of stitches basically like cousins after they have been accidentally released and trying to find them a place amongst mm -hmm. the world like it's really interesting and 625 is just like he's literally just the personification of shaggy and like scooby-doo like he's totally a stoner 90 percent oh, of cool. what he does is just like sandwich humor it's it's pretty interesting okay. but that's why the game is based on him just making a sandwich but you just like you essentially are just trying to make the tallest sandwich possible but you have to avoid the rotten and like disgusting ingredients but get all the other it's a very interesting okay. game. it's good shit it's good shit kinda, it kind of sounds like the pokemon um what is it it was the the pokemon stadium mini games was it pokemon I, stadium I, never like got, I mean, I honestly anyway. never really played Pokemon. I actually never played Pokemon Stadium because I never owned an N64. Plus, that controller is garbage, so I'm I'm very glad that I didn't have that. Child it is a it is a weird controller. It, it kind of depends on you having like three hands to really play oh, it. Yeah, you never really yeah. know where to put it. Someone there at Nintendo was just like, "I'm hung, yeah. dude. I can play this game with like two hands." and my pee and that's like it's cool for you dude but i'm not as well endowed so like <laughs> i cannot play the n64 it's just impossible that's fair that's fair um let's go ahead and dive on into the uh the show bringer of today's show this is episode 21 of the elder talks games podcast um basically i wanted to kind of pick your brain about video content creation i know that you recently started dipping your toes in the water um you've been streaming dark souls 2 on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Hyde Legion. First of all, yep. one thing I really wanted to tell you this whole time, Hyde Legion just for whatever reason works for me as like a <laughs> thing, as like a URL. It makes, not only does it just feel like it makes sense, but it kind of sounds like, you know, like whenever you hear, and you're probably like keeping your ear to the ground and kind of keeping your eyes open, um, on like what the happy haps is in like streamerville but hide legion to me kind of sounds like one of those big streaming names you know what i mean i mean i'm glad that you're saying i'm branded appropriately that's good yeah you're branded appropriately authentically and organically like like jacksepticeye just a big name and i could i, I just kind of see hide legion as that anyway Okay. I feel good so about that then. I'm I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad yeah. it's not a dumb name. <laughs> I think the name I think the name's important. I think the name's really more important than people people make it out to be. Anyway, so it absolutely is. Yeah. Alright, so you started streaming. Um you've done four or five different streams. Um uh, how is it uh how's it going? What do you what, what do you think it's so far? Uh channel I guess I want to open up the conversation this way. Um What's been your favorite thing about like streaming so far, dude? Honestly, it's it's kind of interesting. So I started the streaming stuff because of a conversation that we had about game solutions. And mm -hmm. I was like, hey, well, there are a couple things that I wanted to change about what I was doing like last year to this year. So one of them was that I wanted to beat the Souls like game. So I started I was like, you know what? That's a great game to stream. Um, So far, what I've enjoyed about streaming is honestly just kind of like it's, it's so much different than either playing a game with your friend or or anything like that, like any content creation I've done before. Because video, you essentially create a polished project 
that you just like put out. You're like, hey, this is what I created. This is my like, I, I don't know, my love child kind of a thing. And you put it out and you get to see like after years or whatever, you get to see how people feel about it. Mm-hmm. But streaming is so instantaneous to where like if somebody didn't like what you were doing or like if they did liked it or they, if they did like it or they wanted to interact, they can do so in the moment. And I found that so awesome, especially when it comes to like souls like games, because the moment to moment gameplay is so crucial. It was it's so much fun. Like I'm every time I've hopped on to play, I've essentially had somebody at least sitting there like playing the game with me and like either daring me to go into places or like there was one guy, his name, uh, their their name was Jack, was basically like guiding me through and was like, hey, if you go down that hall, you can get a key. And I was like, OK, I'll go down there. But Oops. the funniest thing about it was that like there there's like the lag in Twitch between when people see it and when they write it and you're a little bit ahead of it. So there was multiple times where like Jack in this instance would tell me not to do something, but I would have already done it by the time I read it. (laughs) And I was like, Oh God, it happened so many times. I honestly, I I think I'm going to get, I'm going to continue streaming. Um, mostly just because I feel like it's, it's just such a different type of content creation um it's just so in the moment and everyone gets to be involved immediately and i like that so much more than like the kind of disconnect that exists when you create a youtube video or a podcast like people can write in but they don't get to see everything unfold minute to minute whereas streaming they get to and i think that's really really cool yeah and like on top of that it's i guess it's the argument of a uh pre-rendered recording versus live and there's yeah. so many things that come down to live in, in a lot of ways being a lot more fun, whether it's whether it's music or I guess in this context, um, more this is more akin to radio. But you can not only communicate like one to one with people that I, I would imagine you're drawing in people that listen to Andy Pod and, you know, some of your uh, some of like yeah, your friends in the industry like- from Twitter. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a lot of the people that are my friends already or people that are like quote unquote fans kind of a thing of, of IndiePod and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. There's definitely just like it feels so much different. This form of content creation, it I don't know, it just feels so much more involved and there's a different spirit to it. I, I don't really I don't know why. Like you said that you used to stream. Why? Why did you stop? Oh, um, so for context, I was actually doing a, I was doing a podcast, um, with my former co-host and we were doing the podcast to a point where, um, we both went to do different podcasts. So we kind of, we kind of killed one kind of similarly to the way that, um, like the cyberpunk podcast of ETG stopped. They're just, the content stopped happening. And along with that, um, I stopped streaming for that particular brand this was four or five years ago and um then just kind of stuck with you know just recording a podcast because um i didn't really know what to stream at the time and so i definitely kind of took um like i took a side seat to streaming because it's it's one of those things that like i like seeing my friends do it but i quickly realized that um i don't know if i could be on at at, at the same time each week um yeah like i've like I could definitely 
get behind the computer and make like video content. Like I, I, with that same project, it was called console club. It was, it was a video game uh, project. Uh, me and my friend Derek were doing and like, I was, you know, it's easy to kind of be off camera and like make video content, which you're also learning. We'll dive into that here in a second with, um, with your YouTube content that you've been making. Um, that doesn't require yeah. an immediate emotional response and like, the flame need doesn't need to be the flame doesn't need to be lit whenever you're behind you know like a video editor you know what i mean yeah and like when you do video content you get to you get to necessarily choose when you do it i mean streaming you also do but to succeed you have to have like a streaming schedule and let's say just like come sunday night i don't feel like it i'm like nah like if yeah. i wanted to succeed on that platform i have to do it versus video editing if you don't feel like it one day you could just catch up the next it's not like people watch you edit like it's entirely different i yeah i definitely get it i think that's what i find so daunting and so exciting about streaming honestly is it's kind of like learning a new skill um that's that's what i also feel about podcasting it's like mm -hmm. sure you can edit a podcast um after the fact like you can you can do a lot of like editing and post but I feel like what makes podcasts so great is that it, like the dynamic between hosts and the and the way that people interact in a conversation. And it's something that you can't create after the fact is you you have to develop that skill while you're doing it. That's kind of the whole reason that I'm on so many podcasts. So I'm that's one of the things I'm most excited about when it comes to streaming is just learning something new that I feel like takes an entirely different skill set than I currently have. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about it. Honestly. Do you, do you see yourself doing it after you've beaten dark souls two? And if so, what game do you think you'll play? If not, I'll go on to another question, but no, if, you, I, if you're going to keep doing it, like what game do you think you'll, you'll play? So I pretty much, I think I'm going to stick with a lot of like, at least when it comes to the weekend dates, I'm going to stick with a lot of Souls-like. So by the time I beat Dark Souls 2, I will probably move on to either Dark Souls 3 or maybe try to like change it up and play a different Souls-like. Because I did have that like, yes, the, the borderline game's illusion is to just beat one. And Dark Souls yeah. 2, from what I understand, is the easiest, even though it's got that annoying ass hollowing effect. Where you whoa, 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 whoa. Who told you it was the easiest one? That's See, simply well, that's the thing. Yeah, people say it's the easiest, but I'm like, the fact that it takes my HP away every time does not, like, what? It's not. Yeah, it, but the bosses aren't as hard. Like, where are you right now? Like, No Man's Wharf-ish? Um, Lost Bastille? So, I'm I'm in the Lost Bastille, I believe. That's, uh, oh. I'm to the boss. I forget exactly what it's called when there's, like, the three different, like, towering specters kind of a thing you have to fight at the exact same time and they look like gold knights but really tall and lanky i know exactly where you're at yep yeah and there's like little pillars not little but there's just like three pillars you could like be on yeah yeah, yeah. exactly mm -hmm. it's honestly the most annoying fucking shit yeah no it. man's wharf so you're at like the piratey area with the ship yeah and all that. yeah yeah well i yeah i took the ship I, to get there yeah mm -hmm. i can see why people would say possibly that two is the easiest i i say that three is probably the easiest but i guess it depends like what bosses you're talking about because there are some bosses that people say in two are like the hardest ones in the series and you'll get there too um i mean i think one is 
one is definitely the toughest for me just because um after like six playthroughs i'm still i still find it pretty tough yeah because some of the bosses um you know they're just kind of programmed to be a little unfair um yeah i totally get it uh, so to hey. answer your question after i beat dark souls 2 i'll probably move on to i would say dark souls 3 um i would i would like to do yeah. that or possibly i was thinking about mixing both the like indie side of the twitch stream and which i will be doing on like thursdays um thursday nights with my co-host of indie pod josh or like possibly mixing the two so i picked up titan souls and i was like oh maybe i'll play this on stream maybe i'll i'll beat that on stream or play something like ashen um or when it comes out elder souls i would really like uh to play so or eldest souls it's one of the two i forget exactly what the Elden Ring? No, no. There's a there's an indie game called I think it's called Eldest Souls. Um, it's oh. like an isometric. Yeah, Eldest Souls. It's an isometric Souls like games. Um, it's like a beautiful pixel art. I I think it looks really really great. I would recommend people check it out. But that one's supposed to come out Q1 2021. So there's there's just like a whole lot of stuff. I think I'll roughly stick to Souls likes for the most part. Um, with the exception of Thursdays, those ones are gonna be like josh and i playing co-op games like we played gunfire reborn and that was a lot of fun but yeah i'm i'm mostly gonna try to stick to souls like for for right now just because there's such an interesting like there, there's such an interesting dynamic you can have with your audience while streaming a souls like because it's both difficult and like hilarious because it's so difficult and people can walk you through it it's it's really interesting um okay gotcha so you found so like you found your niche um, are you going to be like, I, I guess my question is like, how seriously do you think you're going to take it? Or are you sort of doing it for fun? And, and then like, if it kind of organically grows from there, like all the better, right? Or do you think maybe admittedly, maybe if you see some traction, you know, like you see some followers, you see people are subscribing and yeah. like giving you, um, subs and stuff like you think you'll take it more seriously or is it sort of a side thing for you right now? I mean, currently, I'm I'm going to try to stick to the the meager amount that I'm doing, but I I think I'm going to start to take it a little bit more seriously when I can change my schedule at work, just because I find it so fun. Um, it for the most part, it's going to be a side gig for a while, at least until I hit affiliate, which doesn't seem like honestly, I didn't realize how, and this is going to sound mean, but I really don't mean it to be. Um, but how kind of like low the bar is to be a Twitch affiliate, like the classifications to basically make money on Twitch, like or to be eligible to make money are so much lower than what I've experienced. Like when it comes to YouTube, you have to have like, I think to actually get monetized, you have to have over 10,000 subscribers now, I believe. Mm, that's um, yeah. Whereas like to get to become a Twitch affiliate, you just have to have like an average viewer base of i believe like it's like five or more or something like it's it doesn't seem really that crazy so i think i'll end up like actually probably investing a decent amount of time in which i'm looking forward to it uh morgan and i are gonna my wife we're gonna buy a house soon and i think i'm actually going to like i'll have another office space but i think i'll probably deck it out a little bit more and actually add in like lighting oh, dude. and everything congrats so, yeah, I think it'll be dude, you're gonna have a game room. It's gonna be awesome. You can, you can, you can have a streaming setup. Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, in a sense, kind of have one right now, but I don't really want to fuck around too much in this apartment because it's like, mm -hmm. I'm leaving in like a couple months anyway. So yeah, yeah. I don't want to set shit up that I have to take down. But once yeah. we move into a house, I think I'm really going to start like getting into stream. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, do you, do you foresee any like major challenges um, with streaming? I guess what, so right now you do... So like most of your streams are like two, around two hours is the time I see that you're keeping it at. Um, yeah. Are you so you're probably going to increase that, you know, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, you get a house, you get a little setup going, maybe two, three, four hours a week. I think that'd be awesome. Hit affiliate. Start branding yourself as that. That's awesome. OK. Yeah, you, yeah that's that's pretty much what I'm planning on doing. Yeah. What about YouTube, though? What's your plan with YouTube? Because I, I, I noticed that. Uh, you know, you're putting out some YouTube content as well. Um, did Twitch kind of like excite you to the point where you're going to move on from like created video content and just do streaming or are you going to do both? Honestly, it's just so it's so difficult to because it just takes so much time to do each. So like much time. I, in video editing, like by itself, it is my real like passion. I love video. editing. I think it's so I much know. fun, but it just takes like it. It just takes it's so like a much. Churn, right? Yeah, and the thing that really sucks is like until we like you have to make video content for to develop a community for people to watch, but then it's also really discouraging when you put like twenty hours into making something essentially and you release it and basically like no one watches it, kind of a thing. Like overpopulation That's is really just tough. so Yeah, it's just so annoying. Like and I, I'm going to continue doing YouTube stuff. Of course, we started putting uh, we started putting out IndiePod video versions over on YouTube. Yep. So we're going to keep doing that. And Josh put up a great Omori review. He did a fantastic job on that. I really liked it. I personally, um, I think other than like pseudo Let's Play stuff, I'll probably chill on a lot of the like really highly edited YouTube content for a while. Yeah. Mostly because of the time, like the, the time investment it takes to make that stuff. And I'm also going to school. Like I have my job, I have my podcasts, I have school, and now I'll be like Twitch streaming as well. It's just, you I think do that, a lot, man. Yeah. I think currently the, the most video editing I'll probably end up doing is just like basically Twitch highlights for the most part and trying yeah. to make that funny. Like that'll be yeah. probably the most I get into it. Twitch allows you to build a community, but it doesn't um, it doesn't require such a huge buy in, like you say, with like video creation. And yeah. I mean, yeah, like the fact like that, like, like, as you said, 20 hours, like 20 I, hours I, on a video. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I can basically stream for three or four hours and get quality content versus like making a quality video it takes so much more time. It takes like 10 times that amount. And it's also a good way since you can, well, you can kind of cross pollinate, right? Because, um, oh, yeah. you know, whenever you um, talk about something on IndiePod and if it's something that's worth streaming, you can, you can play it and you can introduce people that would never have heard of this game um, to the game. And then they'd be like, whoa, that's really cool. And then eventually, you know, you build a following to the point where maybe you can be affiliate, but not, not, not like a Twitch level affiliate, but be like an affiliate for like an indie game studio or something like that. And like I've seen people and Barbara's seen people that have turned um, their Twitch sort of like side gigs slash like side hustle 
into a part-time job and then into like a full-time job um on on uh one of her one of her friends not not too long ago um started streaming for ubisoft like full-time um damn it's just and, and like i know that bungie with destiny like they constantly reach out to streamers and uh i guess poach them isn't really the right word but if you have a good enough following and a reputable enough brand you can really turn streaming into into something something that's not just like a side hustle which is still cool that you can actually do that with streaming because i remember maybe like two or three years ago i thought to myself i was like should i go back into streaming do you think i wonder if that would be a good idea i eventually came to the conclusion that um no uh because i felt maybe <laughs> it was a little too oversaturated right and now you know um I guess it's about the same, I guess. Uh, streaming is a whole... It's, it's a different beast um, now than it was back then. There's a lot of different elements that have come into it. Uh, back before... The, uh, back before, maybe like a few years ago, when it was like people would just stream Rocket League and get views and get money from that. And it was really easy to build a brand. Now there's a lot more you're competing with, you know? But, yeah. Such as all yeah, things. absolutely. Pretty much. Like, I, I honestly feel like... It's going to sound weird, but I feel like Twitch is actually like from the outside looking in. I imagine it's much more difficult for the people who actually do it, but it just seems to be the easiest platform to succeed on kind of a thing. Like it's so, so difficult to get noticed when you have a podcast or you have like you create YouTube content. It's it basically has to go viral or nobody gives a shit. Like it's kind of a ridiculous like. A ridiculous barrier to entry versus streaming just seems like it's actually possible like it it honestly it's the only platform that i've really like thought about investing time into where it's like i actually feel like i have a realistic like it's feasible to succeed on that platform because like i love making podcasts and everything but i there's always like the doubt in my mind that i don't think it'll ever get big like kind of a thing which sounds terrible but Sadly, it's kind of the reality because there's just so many. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Um, well, good, man. I'm glad you found a platform that like excites you and is also related to video games. Honestly, I, I, I believe that if you, Vaughn, are just consistent with it and just you keep doing your thing and keep getting behind the camera, then I think you'll do really good things on, on okay. Twitch specifically. Yeah, man. Um, like I was saying before... Uh, it's, it's twitch.tv slash hide legion but i really need to know what time i know you're an hour behind me you start you start doing twitches or you start doing your stream usually because a lot of time i'll get on twitter and i'll see you say i've reiterated i'm reiterating but I, i'll see you say like oh that was a great stream and i was like oh well okay <laughs> it's done tonight <laughs> yeah i'm i'm gonna try to like once i can change my work schedule and once i get a house i'm gonna try to like do it a little bit more but currently it is from uh, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays, and that's Mountain Time. Um, so that's that's the time zone that I live in. Of course, you'd have to like do that into your own time zone because I'm super bad yeah. at that, and I have to Google it every fucking time. But, Me too. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, for like indie games and stuff, I will be doing that with Josh or just indie games themselves. Um, by by myself or with Josh on Thursdays from more than likely like. I would say eight or nine to probably like 11 or 12. It kind of just okay. depends on how everything goes. Like doing, doing the Twitch streaming with somebody else 
feels a little bit different where it's like i loved playing games with josh but like i know how long i can go i don't know how long yeah. he can go so it's like that'll be a little bit harder to nail down but guaranteed you can catch it from uh 10 p.m to 12 a.m mountain time on saturdays and perfect so we're so you're recording five maybe a little bit longer hours a week i think that's a really i think it's a really strong cadence personally but yeah it's not um, too much it it feels pretty like reliable i guess right now like something i can actually do we are not going to have a uh super hard video game 10 questions this week but what we will do actually is we're going to loop all the way around to close out the show with one very important question earlier I said that whenever I was done recording this, I was going to get into my skivvies, my boxers, my Jimmy Jims, oh, and drink yeah. that training. And you said, what the fuck? Can you really just do that? And I said, yes. What kind of question is that? What do you mean? Can I just get in my boxers? That's my native state. Really? You just chill in your yes. boxers? D- yeah, I'm at home. Why? I can't do that. No, I can't. You're not one of those sadists that chill in jeans after like 6 p.m., are you? I'm wearing jeans right now, dude. I wear jeans all day. Like, that's it. Dude, I it, don't. If I ever became president, I would literally ban jeans in the house after like 6 p.m. I'm basically a never nude. <laughs> I don't fuck with Why? it. Like, I, I put on comfy pants, like literally, like I put on like pajama pants and uh-huh. I'll wear those for like, I will put them on probably an hour before bed. And the rest of it is all jeans, all jeans all day. I fucking. You're living a stunted very hard life i mean i feel like if i (laughs) ever really dig into it it probably has something to do with like i don't know my like me not feeling okay no no i mean like when you think about it psychologically i'm probably not as like i i'm probably ashamed of my endowment or something or like (laughs) i i have like i don't know fucking i have safety issues and i just feel safe in a pair of jeans kind of a thing like i don't really know it's maybe it's probably you're on the run constantly you're constantly in a state of caution <laughs> if okay, if the, if the cordyceps hit uh you need to you need to be able to get in and get out dude like <laughs> as you, don't even, you don't even understand how like actually spot on that is like i constantly feel <laughs> So I have this problem where I can't sleep some nights. Like I have a really hard time getting to sleep because I'm so terrified that somebody's going to break into my house and I'll have yeah. to fight them. So like huh. I keep a knife on my bedside table and I like I basically like I'm so terrified of this that I can't sleep facing away from the door. I have to be facing oh toward it. Well, let me ask you this question. And I hope the answer is no. I really do. Has anyone ever broken into your house before? No, no, no. What? Ever then done. where does this come from? I don't know. <laughs> this I'm is just, just your imagination. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm just. It's so your imagination terrified. gone rampant. Yeah, it's. It's just like nothing's huh. ever fucking attacked me in deep water, but I'm still afraid of deep water. Like it. It doesn't make any That's sense. True. I'm honestly just kind of afraid of the unknown and what's going yeah. to happen. So yeah, I'm. Honestly, I'm just like such an anxious person that. Uh, yeah. Well, this is this is now Eldar talk psychology apparently because well, okay, so I get that because um, I too constantly think about what it, what it would be like if somebody broke in. Um, but I but you know what I think that's gonna go away when you get a house, if I may I say know. so. 
I, I honestly so. don't know. I'm I never terrified. felt that when I was living with my mom at her house when I was younger. Like, I never had that. When you're in an apartment, I think subconsciously, you know that there's just people all around you. So you're always on alerts, in my opinion. I think that's what the deal is. Because I sometimes think about, like, oh, like the horrors I would have to inflict on somebody if they broke into my place. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I'm... I'm just such a weird neurotic person. I'm so afraid of everything. And like, I'm so anxious that even when somebody's like walking down a hallway, the yeah. like that I'm walking down, I constantly look over my shoulder to see if they're getting closer to me kind of a thing. Like, it's yeah. just, I'm just a word. Yeah, you were probably in, in, in a past life. You were probably like a czar. You probably got assassinated. That's probably what happened. More than likely. Yeah. That's, I think that's I, what it is. You're Assassin's right Creed. Like, that's what happened. Your past life was in, like, uh, Florentine, and you got assassinated by... out of a fucking bale of hay and just murdered me? Yeah. yeah. And, and now <laughs> you're, like, sitting here in 2021, like, damn, I just have this weird fear of hay bales. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, someone, and someone that's played Assassin's Creed is like, oh, yeah, here's why. Anyway, I don't know. 100%. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's all about reincarnation. I fucked myself in a past life. I think, I think we we got we got a little we got a little off topic but i loved it uh i learned something about you i didn't know you were an insomniac uh and i hope that whenever you buy your new house fingers crossed that that process goes well because sometimes that process can be a little tough but i believe in you uh that then all of this goes away and you can sleep super well at night you know because okay. in a way if you're that anxious before bed you're probably not sleeping super well like you're your heart rate's probably really high up, and you're probably not getting as good sleep as if you probably slept in your house safe and sound. So probably, yeah, yeah, probably. I just feel like shit. <laughs> this is a video game podcast. Uh, we are bi-weekly. Uh, we post every Sunday or Monday, depending on which. Um, and really, the major plug is if you're listening to this and you find yourself watching people on uh, stream on uh, games, uh, especially Souls likes on Twitch. All you got to do is do twitch.tv slash hide legion. It's hide with a Y. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, named after a vampire. It's the first thing I ever told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It checks out. <laughs> and, yeah. Hide legion. And just check him out on there. Vaughn, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. Uh, I think that'll be it. And I think we're out for episode 21. Woohoo. I hear Zelda. Whoa.